back you listen to the rani podcast i am meera this is dinil that's varun and today we're going to talk about international hip hop versus desi hip hop and how similar or different are they before we tread into this i should really mention desi hip hop is a is very very toxic territory our opinions are not fact please do not try to yeah. come at us it's not like a lot of people are going to watch this anyway so let's just start so every time anyone talks about hip hop especially in india and this growing scene of desi hip hop um there's always this conversation about how american hip hop is influencing or how similar it is and people always compare <laughs> so when we thought we wanted to draw comparisons between international hip hop and desi hip hop um we naturally thought of dividing into some categories so there's the beefs there's the albums and there's the level of mainstream an artist can get in the international scene and in the desi scene and finally there's the production and after that there is our conclusive views about what we really think how similar are they or how different are they and in what aspects so we'll obviously start with controversy because we thought views kaise milenge so beefs and in beef okay first consequences is like the biggest factor but first let's talk about duration how long what is like how long are beefs i mean it it depends really i mean uh if you want to take pushetis and uh, like drake and rivian and all that so basically it's pushety on one side and it's uh, drake and rivian and i think nicki minaj on one side uh, it's a whole long story of how it started i'm not really sure about the details but the thing is push has been like aiming bars at them for years like almost a decade at that point uh, but like the beef starts from there but i guess it all culminated into what is it uh, i think pushety called it the summer of Five, some some summer with some summer it's like yeah, exposed yeah. everyone yeah and there was like so i guess the it all turned into basically three big songs one of them was uh infrared which was on pushetis daytona which was sort of like just purely aimed at drake and birdman and all of that uh and then drake responded with dubby freestyle which sort of talked about how Pusha doesn't have awards I I don't think and they were talking about how Kanye has people write for him and yes yeah, so Kanye is on Pusha's team basically I mean he wrote for Drake as well but Kanye sided with Pusha I guess we could say that uh and then it sort of with Drake getting the bait uh Pusha pulled the trigger on uh the story about it on which I think is one major topic in these because in my opinion that is one of the best distracts of all time like there's no doubt about it this one of the, he exposed drake on that sort of is very clear who won that beef like drake still has commercial success yeah. but there's no doubt about it like in the eyes of the listeners pushedy quite clearly won that yeah, yeah. um depends on the beef how long span right? but how you see like okay what what would you say was one of like the biggest iconic apart from biggie duper Oh, in recent years, what was like the biggest? I mean, to be fair, the ones that the ones that got the most attention, I'd say, were was probably Eminem and MGK. Yeah. Although yeah. that was like that was lopsided. It was quite clearly lopsided. Yeah. You can't. MGK is mediocre, and Eminem is. I mean, he's been releasing pretty shit music for the past years, but who cares? Eminem, I mean, that's, he that's, destroyed. That's that's kind of similar to what people thought when Eminem versus Avtar happened. You know, yeah. like in India, mm-hmm. like people were like, "Yeah, anyway, this kid is making some good music, but why is he?" dissing this you know big industry guy and who people are saying is not been at his best for a while i don't know when it's not an evenly matched battle it's not fun to watch it's 
I mean, it was Eminem's diss track was really good and it was fun to listen to and all. But it was like you know, you know what's going on. Top. Yeah, I mean, no, the yeah. biggest the biggest factor I felt in MGK versus Eminem mm-hmm. was MGK trying to take shots at him, which you know, which were like, "Don't take me off the other guy's album. I can't be on the radio. I can't be on your radio," and stuff like that. Like he was he was trying to point out that you know he's not letting him grow, mm-hmm. in a sense. But Eminem was just he just murdered him on the beat. in a way that you expect you know you expect uh slim shady to. Yeah. he was not going soft on him yeah and which is basically no what was confusing was uh mjk's diss track was fine i mean yeah sure yeah be. but he praised him in the diss track he, he yeah that was him, weird he no he called him the greatest rapper alive i i think he called him that in the diss track Why do you do that? Like no, you can't. Worse was when your uh, idols become your rivals. Yeah. And I, I wheezed really hard when I heard. You know, and and when Eminem your fans become your leaders. Eminem points it out. Yeah. yeah. He says, yeah. And your fans. That was. I really think one one line was uh was there a dis was there was there a dis or a love letter, which makes oh, sense. Yeah. 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 And also, I mean, see, the fact is, for me, hmm. I am someone who if if it's a, I like. rap music which is lyrical okay so i i enjoy other types of rap and other types of hip hop also mm-hmm. and i listen to almost all kinds of music mm-hmm. but what i would really what i prefer in let's say a, a diss battle mm-hmm. as much as i would love for them to mm-hmm. point out you know try to expose mm-hmm. the other one trying to highlight some incidents mm-hmm. but the biggest factor is how well can you rhyme and kill them so if you're making abab rhymes which was mgk's track and I mean, oh yeah, yeah that was that was yeah and when there's kill shot every word rhymes to the other word in the next mm-hmm. sentence so you i i gave it to a couple of friends of mine who don't really listen to rap mm-hmm. and we were just you know hanging around we were in the car going somewhere and i made them hear both songs and they were like how can this guy and for some reason they had never heard of him and they were like who has heard of him in india a lot of people no and like they don't they don't hear his This guy. Okay. Fine. Fair enough. Okay. And so just sidetracking here from beef, the most important part for you in any hip hop song is uh, lyrics. the lyrics. Yeah, the bars. They matter. For me, it's more like the tune. Production. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with him. Yeah, production is also production yeah. is equally important. No, but like, no. yeah, yeah, like you can have like really good rhyme schemes and like a really good narrative in your song, and it's probably going to be like a, a good song because it's that. Yeah, deep or something like that. But if the production is not good, you don't want to hear it. Yeah, that that's a yeah. given. But like, if I if we say everything is going to be ninety five out of a hundred, and yeah. out of the four things, let's say in a rap song, you know, mm-hmm. the writing, the beat, the mix and mastering, and the delivery, and the delivery, yeah, yeah. the cadence and stuff. Yeah. Out of those four, yeah. if if I don't expect everything to be hundred percent on point, mm-hmm. if everything is at ninety five, and I have to keep one thing go to hundred. Mm-hmm. For me, it's gonna be the bars. For me, it's production. If the if the, if the production isn't like it's like, uh, I think Kanye. It's fair to say that Kanye has some questionable lines. It's, Let's not. It's terrible. That. It's terrible lyrics, but it's it's the lyrics fine. It's it's not like ideal, but I mean the production is still good. So yeah, I see, listen to the song. See that's uh, okay. I think maybe this is this is in me. Probably this is the reason I don't like a lot of tracks. That are made in like mainstream Indian hip hop, mm-hmm. 
you know when T series makes rap songs, I just don't click on them mostly because like uh, is that why you don't listen to a lot of melodic rap as well? I listen melodic rap. Yeah, there's this Indian art M Amdavadi artist called Siahi. He's made a few melodic songs, and I love them. I love melodic rap until you don't until the lines stop making sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of people love. Like and, you don't like Playboy Carti? Have you heard Playboy Carti? I don't think so. I don't really recognize it if I hear it. See, there's there's a lot of songs that I just don't know the names of because I've heard them once. So probably right, let's the get back. Let's get back to B. Let's get back. To B. Yeah, we'll come back to production later. Yeah. Then there's consequences. Okay, so I guess uh, that also depends. How depends bad can on, it get? It depends. It depends on perspective. I mean, I mean, the the worst cases have been some sort of violence. Yeah. Like Tori and the Dax one, but that's yeah. yeah. Uh, Begin Tupac is the better example, but yeah. To- the Dax and Tori is more recent one. No, it's funny to talk about Dax and Tori. That it's it's pretty sad to talk about Begin Tupac and. It's like West Coast Chicago rivalry just goes too far, and that's where it ends up. Yeah. Uh, so it started with them dissing each other, you know. Yeah, no, it's not. This, this is this is more of this is more of West Coast East Coast rivalry than it is sort of Biggie, Biggie versus, versus Tupac. Tupac. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's 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 unnecessary. It's unnecessary violence. And the only time we even came close to this was there was this one incident where after the whole Rafta anyway thing happened, mm-hmm. there was this one song anyway released called Free Verse Feast. I, there was another word in that sentence. I forgot that. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Anyway, for your space, can check that. Um, and in that song, mm-hmm. he basically, Dawat. Yeah, three verse feast Dawat, and he went supersonic, very questionably so. And um, it uh, it's it's not one of his best songs that he's made in a long long time. But even then, he at the end he just says that's how you represent India. And Krishna is looking for reasons. Krishna is really great friends with Aftar. They have a label together, you know. They have been together for years. They've done a lot of collabs and stuff. And he's looking for a reason to hop onto this. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of clout, and I can see because Krishna has always been this gem of an underrated artist for a really long, long time. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know the alphabet, alphabet rap. No. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, no, the English one. Uh, the alphabetic rap. Oh, the one that. Okay, yeah, I've I've heard it. Yeah. yeah. Krishna made a Hindi version oh, okay. uh, a long time ago, mm-hmm. and that kind of blew up in few places. Mm-hmm. So then Krishna comes on and he makes a song called "Free Verse Feast Longer" instead of "Dawat," and he really goes supersonic in a way. I mean, Albert, and he switches languages constantly between Hindi and English. And there's always this, there's always they're always making fun of anyways English delivery mm-hmm. because I mean I can understand how he he doesn't have the perfect accent. But he has a, he has kind of a fake accent, but also like a Mumbai car accent when he delivers, and then Krishna makes fun of that. Krishna makes fun of his long hair, how he's curly. It's brutal, okay. It's a but not as brutal as the second diss track. Mm-hmm. But it was a it was a really good diss track, mm-hmm. and that blew up, okay. And Amiway decides not to reply to that, but obviously Amiway is growing so rapidly. You know, people are with him for supporting him in this beef against the big guy, the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So there's this. Group of rappers called Beard Gang. I don't know where they're from. I think they're from Bombay or Delhi somewhere. If they all don't have beards, it's going to be disappointing. They all have beards. Okay. It's like this. That's why they call one, themselves a beard yeah, gang. Yeah, one clean jib. They would have wanted to just decide, like, no, I don't want to have beard. I want to change up how I look. No, there's just a lot of hair in the whole group, like beard hair, facial hair, like 
this friction. coldness. No, they, it's not like, oh, you're a Delhi rapper. You're a Bombay rapper. Which has been very stereotyped that Bombay rappers, they would only talk about their slums. Because most of them come from oppressed places. And so when they talk about that, it's, you know, there's MCL Dub dropped a song called Soch recently. Mm-hmm. And there was this line where, Judge kar liya jab bola mane pin code. So, that that's always a stereotype thing. And for Delhi, it's always been stereotype. They're always talking about booze and girls. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it's always been two different ends of a spectrum. And then suddenly you were seeing all of these Bombay and Delhi rappers come together. So, Raftar at the same time is forming a group. Okay, It's called DNH Gang. It's not a gang. It's a rap group. Which later turns into a label. AK Projects, which later turns into the label Kalamkar. Which is now one of India's biggest true rap labels. And at the same time, there's this group forming in Bombay, which is divine heading it and, you know, making Gully Gang with all these regional artists from Mumbai and other places. And then you see this Bombay rapper, which is Emile, which was really big at the time, getting really big at the time in the Bombay scene, get in really good friendships with Krishna. Mm-hmm. So you can see this trend where every new rapper they're going to sign on AK Projects or Kalamkar, it was AK Projects back then they would make a track with Krishna or like one of the other rappers. Mm-hmm. Krishna is still the A&R representative of Kalamkar, which is like one of the biggest positions in a label. Mm-hmm. Basically, he handles who who they hire. So when they hired Kid Shot, they made a song together. They made a song with Emile, Krishna and Emile. I was kind of surprised uh, to see that song. It's two years old. Like two years before the beef yeah. or one year before the beef. And then people are thinking that they're going to be really, really good friends. And then suddenly Raftar goes in an interview, Raj Jones, the infamous man who causes all beefs in India. And he asks him the, you know, the classic, the most famous DHH meme, rappers paisa kama pa rahe? Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he asks how good is rap and then Raftar says, kya rappers paisa kama pa rahe? And then he gives MEV's example in a good way that he bahut mehnat kar raha hai, paisa nahi mil raha. Mm-hmm. And MEV takes it in a completely wrong way, saying, think, saying that, Raftar said on the biggest show of Desi rap in India that I'm a And how can he say that? I mean, it was not a TikTok meme back then. So then the whole beef starts. So it was it was really in that phase where you were saying it, this is completely planned. It was rigged. They planned this. Raftar had nothing to lose really. I mean, we had everything to gain and stuff like that. And like where the lines are drawn is in. Like, I mean, it's pretty, it depends on what shots they're taking. Like it's very difficult to say that when the shots taken in one of become the too personal. Are, yeah, it's yeah. very difficult to say that's planned. Uh, but I that's guess, why they yeah. said it was planned because there was no. Yeah, there was see, no real. Yeah. Yeah, because see, we see, it's not like Raftar isn't this anymore. Raftar at, was at a time one of the most infamous rappers for just taking shots at everyone. Mm-hmm. When uh, so there was this group called Mafia Mundir, mm-hmm. which was like this classic hip-hop rap group and okay you wouldn't believe if I told you the members I've I've, I've seen people go crazy when they hear this Yo-Yo Hani Singh Badsha Raftar Ikka and Golu were in one rap group they came from the same label they worked together for years Yo-Yo Hani Singh Badsha they coexisted at the same time? yeah they all started out together they all started out together right? and what basically happened then they split up mm-hmm. okay and there was bad blood mm-hmm. and ever since then because Yo-Yo Honey Singh you know went really really mainstream mm-hmm. people started 
because uh, and there's people started hating on him initially just because he was mainstream then he made trash songs but let's be honest here okay yeah. we just trashed an mba bantai who cares anymore actually i was going to say you're anything like the indian drake but no i think it's bacha now because i think it's bacha yeah because uh, let's okay how do i put this like drake he has a audience a target audience hmm. that is majorly female am i right or wrong bacha i don't think so really There's no actually even more than Bacha. I think Yoyo Honey Singh has that. Not Keeping a certain misogyny in his songs. Does he? Still. Dude, I don't. I've not met a lot of people who like to hear Desi rap. Okay, no, no, no. I'm talking about Bacha. Yeah, that's does he, does he does he come under? No, that doesn't tell you. No, that doesn't tell. That doesn't tell you. Like Bacha. I think Bacha does. No, Bacha managed to managed to turn what is it? Hip hop into yeah, something yeah. that's melodic, something yeah, exactly. that's more accessible to mainstream that viewers. That is right. And he's Commercialize something. Yeah, like in a way, Yoyo Ani Singh fell off after yeah. a few years in Bollywood. But you don't tell me, like Bacha is a lot like Drake. Yeah, Bacha. He took did. he took hip hop, made it melodic, made it touchy and feely, made it emo and all that. No, shit. and he and he brought. Have you heard Reet Talwar? She's one of these uh, not mainstream artists mm-hmm. who was not a rapper per se, but she brings the melody factor into mm-hmm. the music. There's nothing wrong with melodic. There's nothing yeah. wrong with. There's nothing wrong with making something commercially successful. And well. and uh, there's this song called Avara by yeah. Bacha, which has written about it, which was a debut big song, mm-hmm. which came on Sony Music. I think so, it was Sony Music. I hope it was Sony Music. And that song is just, you know, beautiful. My only problem Not is here. Yeah. My only problem is when you take something as raw as hip hop. Let's call it like that. Let's something that has more. Serious narratives, such yeah. as hip hop, around the world. It's a fact. Hip hop yeah. has more serious narratives, right? And you take that and you actively, like, regularly and actively cheapen it into something that's for mainstream ears. Hmm. You're bound to like get some hate towards your way, as well as like just not getting as much respect. Yeah. No. There's this. Can you pull up uh, Rohan Karyapur's interview with Krishna? There was oh, this still. Yeah. There's only one. Okay, so while we're on here, yeah, yeah. hypocrisy that uh, Pushdi was pointing out is that so Drake went on what is it LeBron's the barber shop interview thing, what not the show, uh, and Drake says something like, so you're making fun of my friend's terminal or like disease. That's not cool. Yeah. Uh, and then Pushdi goes on a podcast. I think it was uh, the one with uh, Charlemagne the God, uh, whatever podcast. Yeah, Charlemagne the God. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know the name. So he goes on there and says that. So, no, I think it was Breakfast Club. It doesn't matter. So basically, Pushdi says that. Uh, so Drake has a problem with that. Yeah. But Drake's also been taking shots at them, like for years, right? Yeah. So he says that I've made fun of Forty's sclerosis yeah. because Drake didn't give a shit when he made fun of Cardi's ment- mental illness. Like he played down mental illness. Like he yeah. used it as a punchline for a bar, which is not cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, hypocrisy is always there. There's this. You know, especially from me. Especially from hip hop. Yeah. Dude, when Krishna Mufat happened, mm-hmm. Mufat was always saying, "Don't, uh, don't go below the belt." You know, mm-hmm. if you want a competition, I'll. G- it was all about competition. They didn't hate each other. Mm-hmm. It was just that both of them said they were better than the other, mm-hmm. and Mufat had a problem with Raftar. It was a, it was a silly misunderstanding, which is completely blown out of proportion. Mm-hmm. 
and Mufat later accepted that. Um, but he said that he should have replied to me the way he replied to anyway. He was he accepted on live that he was cloud chasing. He said that. And multiple dispatches in India happen because of misunderstanding. It's all that I. They just want they they want an excuse to make a diss and just get some clout. Yeah, also along with that, from from whatever distract, we could make a distract on AB Bunny, and we'll get a lot more views than we get on this podcast. Is that channel still active? Actually, is like we're just taking shots at dead person at this point. No, no, he made another stand when he talks about fashion. It's like digging up someone's grave and then shooting the dead body. Oh, and he's starting a podcast now. We are seriously threatened. We are. Our viewership may leave us if it's there in the first place. No, just call it. The, it's the still here interview. Yeah, the interview. Yeah. Who said it was a drone? Carry know, it was a drone carry yeah, what was I saying? You're talking about how we were using yeah. the Taliban viewers. No, no, no. Let's not talk about that. I don't want to feel insecure yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, where you draw the line then? So no, like guess, w- so. When Krishna Mufar happened, Mufar yeah. was always like, "Don't go to the family. Let's mm-hmm. not talk about the family. Mm-hmm. We're taking shots at each other. Let's talk about each other." But yeah, then, then he yeah. went on to include Krishna was kissing him, and Harjus was because Harjus was a really close friend, mm-hmm. and he felt that Mufar going against Raftar was in a way betraying him, mm-hmm. um, because Harjus and Raftar are obviously really close. He's on the same label, and which is Raftar's label. Wrong, yeah and yeah they met through gorgeous uh, so no i don't think so there was anyway who met raftar through mufard yeah that definitely yeah happened. i'm not sure about gorgeous and mufard i think that's why her is took it so personally yeah maybe maybe i no, think, think it also it also depends on like the type of beef that you have if it's if it's friendly competition that makes no sense to go under the belt it's just sort of Calling no, but Mufard says Mufard huh? says yeah, that's what. If it starts friendly competition, started. yeah, keep it as friendly competition. But if it's already something that's as serious as I don't know, like your families have feuded for generations and all that bullshit, I don't know. No, uh, no Mufard says like you to tell it. Oh my God, you know, don't shoot under the bed. Shut up. There's everything. So everything's on limit right now. Mufard, when you've been beefing for years, go for it. Yeah, but that's fair. When you're beefing for years, yeah, yeah, when yeah. you've taken shots already, yeah, that's fair. Mufar challenges Krishna track that if you and me are in a studio for twenty four hours, the exact line in a loose translation was the next morning the headlines will read that you are dead and I'm the king. Mm-hmm. And so, Krishna mm-hmm. goes in the studio. Yeah, with your own. So then he he says that, and then he goes on to he he challenges him. Then Krishna makes a song full of subliminals. Okay, mm-hmm. it's called Untitled, and it's still one of the most evergreen songs he's ever made mm-hmm. till today. I still keep hearing it. Yeah, so do I. It's it's still in my playlist. And then, Mufar releases this track. So Krishna says, "That okay, you want a twenty-four hour battle? Let's do a twenty-four hour battle." Mufar mm-hmm. releases this track, um, which apparently said he made in ten hours, mm-hmm. but released after twenty-two hours. Mm-hmm. Krishna obviously uses that. Usne laga di uske cheez ke liye. ठीक है. That was like that was like giving him points to roast him in a plate. It was Mufar's fault to do that. ठीक है. Fair. Um, Krishna disses him back with a track called Maharani, which is like, which like one bullet to the chest. Mm-hmm. Mufar replies. Then Krishna in another twenty-four hours, and but uh, Mufar replies, I think a day or two later, mm-hmm. and so Krishna just says that. So there's 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 this legend that 
Krishna wears this one particular cap for beef. It's a cap with a panda on it, and it's a camouflage color. And when he dressed anyway, in all those songs, he wore that cap. So then he puts up a story. After Mufar doesn't release a track in 24 hours, he puts up a story where he's taking off the cap and putting in a cupboard and locking the cupboard. Mm-hmm. And then Mufar releases, I think, one or two of his tracks, and then he, Mufar includes Harjas in this, and then he says. In the first track, he said, "Let's not include family." Okay, in one of those distracts, then he then he says really bad things about Krishna, and then he goes on to Raftar, Ankit Khanna, which is the, which is like, Diddy for Biggie, I think so. Is he? Diddy is the label manager, right? Yeah, Diddy was the manager of the label. Yeah, yeah. So Ankit Khanna is the label manager, mm-hmm. and then he roasts Ankit Khanna. Is he also a rapper? No. Okay, because Ankit Khanna is not really fun rap. Yeah, no, it's not. He's a manager. I mean, what else do you expect? And then he takes shots at, and then Raga has had like a legendary beef with Mufard like quite a few years ago, mm-hmm. and Mufard pulled a bad one because Raga was hospitalized for a really bad sickness, and he made fun of that. He mocked it, mm-hmm. and he so he crossed the line there. Mm-hmm. And when Raga came out of the hospital, the first thing he did was make a diss track, which still today is like one of the most legendary ones, um, and destroyed Mufard. Mm-hmm. And so Raga came back because there was Mufard in the fight. And Mufar took shots at him, so he he blew it out of proportion. And the whole point was he was he was such a hypocrite about everything in the beef. Like don't he said let's not go below the belt, but all shots he took were below the belt. And Krishna points it out in a in a line in Nakasam, which is his final district, where uh, below the belt ki baat kare par maza to the below the belt rehne mein aata hai. Above the belt ki baat kare. Above the belt rehne ki baat kare par maza to the below the belt rehne mein aata hai. I mean, like, so with all this discussion on uh, whatever beefs and distracts and whatever, I get the feeling that it's more, like, the, at least the Indian hip hop scene is more single based, isn't? Ha 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 ha! But no, single based. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the hell? It's. You're you're supposed to be crying. It's. I am crying behind this. It's a it's single song. Like it's just singles being released, not large Indian cohesive albums. Is the word you're looking. Yeah, no, 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 no. Single, they're called singles. Singles. Okay, songs. Songs. Okay. Yeah, like singles. Yeah, for for a really long time, it's always been this so, singles-oriented industry where you yeah. want you want to release one track and you want that track to work. Yeah. But now it has come in in the way that I mean, I've I've heard of maybe what two, two big albums from Indian hip hop. I mean, that's from the knowledge that I have. Yeah. But I've heard what two big albums, which is yeah. one of the one of Krishna and like. बिकॉज In a single, you're portraying yourself as like you know, you, it's it's very binary. Mm-hmm. When you have a when you have an album, yeah, if all the songs sound similar, the album is trash. If you really want an album to work, you're you're gonna have to put like you're gonna hit the dark side of the moon, by the way, or any or any what is it? Any concept album? Yeah, no, no, I understand that with concept yeah. albums, really. Yeah. Um, and there, I think India needs a lot more experimental artists. Which go out and make concept albums. You want That's to see fair. one. I think that I think there's also consequences of the fact that uh, the accessibility to making music over that that that's going into production, uh, which we'll enter, uh, which we'll talk about later. But there's also like 
the the fact that the the accessibility to making music and the access to putting out your music to a wider or like the audience let's say if there's a considerable amount of audience who's listening to in indian hip hop right but the way to access them is still very little for up and coming artists like you go around the world you'll probably go on soundcloud yeah if you're lucky and if you make good music you're going to become a trippy red or a xxx tentacion or whatever yeah right? but i don't think there's an equivalent for that in india who made gucci gang the what gucci gang the lil pump yeah that guy came from soundcloud yeah right? most mo- a lot of these big artists came from soundcloud yeah so see that because india in india you can't really expect to make a track let it go on spotify and have a lot of streams because that's not where people share music like we've always had this accessibility to youtube before anything else and we share videos there before anything else and so the importance of music videos is also comes into play Yeah. If, if you make like even like an animated it's a visual audience yeah yeah it's a, it's a visual audience you have to have something on the screen mm-hmm. it's it's not that they would and also it's more about like indian hip hop is like it has a considerable audience no doubt about it but it's still a niche compared yeah. to the number yeah. of listeners that are out there right for bigger more conceptual albums or just albums that experiment more and more out there you're going into more of a niche yes the audience really. yeah, like the number I, of, yeah. i asked my father what do you think What do you think when I when I say a rapper? Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think of when I say a rapper? And um, he said a lot of things. But it, there was this one episode which I think sums it up of Normie's react, where uh, Shyan, who's a Normie who doesn't know anything about rap, and he's reacting to rap videos. He's a, he he's asked like rappers how they are. He says, "Rappers, what is it? I mean, rap, I mean, beef, what is it? What is it? This battle, I mean, he wants to say that I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best." मैं बेस्ट है तू बेस्ट नहीं है तू गधा है मैं बेस्ट है एंड दैट्स दैट्स हाउ लॉट ऑफ पीपल परसीव हिप हॉप स्पेशली बिकॉज़ सी अमेरिका इज पास्ट और लाइक जस्ट इंटरनेशनल हिप हॉप इज इट एंटर्ड द मेन स्ट्रीम या नो द अमाउंट ऑफ पीपल लाइक द अमाउंट ऑफ फ्लेक्सिंग रैपर्स और गैंगस्टर रैपर्स इज नाउ अ सब जॉनर अ कंप्लीट सो वास्ट इज सो इज सो वास्ट लाइक यू यू गो टू जस्ट अमेरिकन हिप हॉप west coast and east coast have the distinct styles and even within that you got like sub genres yeah. you go to the south whatever texas or i don't know the south area white people the, the, the rappers who come out of there white people fine okay uh, yeah <laughs> whatever people who come out of there they have their own distinct style like boy, yeah. you go you you listen to a travis you listen to uh, you listen to don toliver all of them are basically born from southern hip hop not that they're white but they they're more melodic and this is You you listen to the different forms of hip, and it's completely different. But the thing is, as a genre, as a whole, they've entered the mainstream. They yeah. dominate the charts. Yeah. That's not the case here. Yeah, yeah they, they're not like they're sure not they're doing like, numbers, but they're not doing well, mad numbers. A few artists are doing really good numbers, but that doesn't mean the entire industry has lifted to that elevation. But to be fair, most of Indian music listeners are bound are very uh, less likely to listen to. you know albums that are just stand alone rather than listen to album or listen to music that's come that they've heard in mu- movies most probably. yeah yeah really yeah because people see uh you can't expect this niche to make good music mm-hmm. and just blow up mm-hmm. and i think some someone okay no, i don't know who at this point i've quoted a lot of people in the past half an hour or something 
someone said that if it's good art it's always going to take longer to appreciate because people always trash more and bad art then they appreciate good art no so the, the you know what what we on this been the case that's that's <laughs> i don't care that that's always been the case right it's yeah. like it's something it's if some if something in mainstream it's it's easy for, it's easy to listen to it's going to get more plays it's going to get more listens yeah something that's slightly more difficult to listen to slightly out slightly more out there right that's when we difficult to listen to but then people start appreciating it and then over the course of the years people start appreciating it that becomes the standard and then something even more experimental yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how it goes the thing is right now we don't have we have a very few artists that are really experimenting yeah in 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 the real sense of experimenting not like one track which is out there and nothing else how i see it an experimenting artist someone who makes an ep or an lp which is filled with these songs where he tries out a new voice you know like bacha with avara was not a tried and tested thing but it really went well it was not completely out there it was near his range of trying out a different trying. it can be so many things trying out a new voice building a different kind of narrative yeah you know creating your own world avatar in this yeah. in the so krishna has been trying different things for a while he mm-hmm. hopped on to a few drill tracks mm-hmm. i i don't call it out there mm-hmm. but i like the change in still here he made a song called dream which was probably the first one where i've heard him open up in a way that you know it's kind of it, if it's if you know how a rapper runs you through his life it's a very karma thing to do yeah it's a very karma thing to do and that's what he did in that song and it was this new sound to come from him like we heard that in other rappers but we never heard krishna talk about his life well, i guess we just need more what accessibility to means of productions we need people to be more experimental with what they listen to we need artists to be more courageous because let's so production wise yeah production wise i mean although it's still in its process we will discuss about that sure uh we'll go what is it uh we have a pretty standard tried and tested method of what beats work and what beats yeah, don't yeah, work yeah yeah definitely there's nothing at least at the surface level there's nothing more abrasive that's there right like, yeah you don't have an equivalent I- for a jpeg mafia here even experimenting is like is very protocolish if i'm making sense uh when divine hopped on his first drill song mm-hmm. it was an international collab with dutch valley you know dutch valley is like one of uk's best drill rappers as far as i know and i don't know a lot so don't come at me skepta jmi snota is not really drill though yeah skepta jmi And that's the first time you hear Divine on on a drill track, and the next time you hear him on a drill track is when he has Dutch Valley on his album. So he goes from the one minute verse, he sees the reaction the audience has to that verse, and then he switches to his album and he puts Dutch Valley on a track, and then he also has another drill track where they have to beep out the Shivaji Maharaj reference, Maratha reference. I forgot the name. That's a smart way to do an experiment. Yeah, that is. So, see again What? when Krishna experimented. Playing in front of crowd. No, no, no. He collabed with an artist, uh-huh. so it's not his song. Uh-huh. He gauged the audience reaction. They yeah. loved it because Divine has, and he was performing in a very different cadence. Even if you hear in the album, mm-hmm. you know when you go from a song like three fifty nine a.m. to drill karte ya to oh my god, why am I forgetting the name? Was it even that song? Okay, so I was saying that it's it's probably safe to say at this point that 
Divine is the most influential hip hop art Indian hip hop artist by far. Yeah, I, I'll tell and you the why. The most commercially successful. I'll tell you why because he has done. See, we would say Badshah, but you know, the core of he's not been influential. Yeah, the core hip hop audience just thinks that because he makes commercial music, he's in a way you know he's like a sellout. And no, I wouldn't say he's influential. Like it's not like it's not like Badshah sets the trend for something. No, 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 he doesn't. Yeah. So I mean, I think. Uh, How about a phrase like this? Divine is the most. important hip hop artist for india if i would have to say that there is someone that represents india on an international stage that's divine. that would be divine. yeah so he's the most yeah, important because gali gang takes it international yeah. he is the one who brought nas to india yeah. he made mass appeal india mm-hmm. and you know he he brought river music to india he's basically been the most important player it is now mm-hmm. yeah in yeah. the game yeah. yeah no one has taken now kalamkar is going international they're making setting up in uk and stuff so i guess we've discussed like what the key players in like album rollouts are or what the difference in just album culture in india is and around the world is yeah and i guess we've also discussed what's mainstream and why it is in mainstream is mainstream even yeah. important though no i don't so uh, i guess uh, one thing is if you're just a listener and you like listening to them i guess it doesn't really matter to you whether they're mainstream or not but yeah quantitatively speaking I'd rather have artists who are sort of experimenting, almost doing it well. Artists who deserve those stars for the mainstream. I want them to sell more. But you know, that if you're the mainstream, you'll always be criticized. And it's not so. Here's what I was actually talking about the Ron Carreper interview. There's this part where he asks him uh, about you know how his fans and his haters and stuff, and he says. So I guess if you're telling is mainstream important. I think quantitatively speaking yes I want good art to be more recognized than bad art like, definitely yeah like I But also at, at the same time I feel the biggest reason I would not listen to an indie artist mm-hmm. in this hip hop okay very restricted to this genre mm-hmm. um is the fact that I I know I said that production is not the biggest thing that matters to me okay I know I said that mm-hmm. But I said that when production is ninety five and lyrics are one hundred or ninety and one hundred, when when you listen to indie artists or smaller artists, you know, just with a few thousand followers mm-hmm. and stuff like that, the production drops down to seventy mm-hmm. or eighty, and that is the biggest this thing where no, no, so I can't take yeah. this. The mix and master is not proper. The no, guys no, so are like the the consequences of telling that it's not important for them to get into the mainstream is that. When you when you say something like that, and let's say that hip hop hip hop doesn't make it in mainstream, the fact is that you need something for sustenance. Yeah. Right? You need some form of earning. Let's say your music makes you enough for sustenance. The thing is that you still always have an aim to make it that much higher. But if you have a genre that make that's it for which it's impossible to crack into the mainstream, the only people who survive in that are. people who are in it for you know like just there in there for the musical reason they don't really care about the money that is all fine great but for me i think i would like this place to expand where you are attracting more talent Definitely. you're not losing talent for which i think i think mainstream is quite cracking into mainstream is quite quite really important whether it be through the means of bacha or whether it mean whether it be through the means of i don't know divine contact in, in as much as we class. criticize Any one time, your Bacha, your Yohani Singh, mm-hmm. 
or even so king is this rapper who's been growing really rapidly over the past few years he mm-hmm. he was one of the most loved contestants on a rap reality show mtv hustle mm-hmm. and he's probably only one who hasn't fell off after that mm-hmm. but he's people say that he has this pretentious image of being you know bringing a new sound to the scene and he is not and as much as we criticize all of these artists for doing that probably anyway is not bringing a new sound right new sound right now mm-hmm. but Five years later, there's going to be some new artist which is going to uh, come out with a new version of you know some M E V track mm-hmm. or some M E V sounding thing, and he's going to tweak it. And over the years, it's going to grow. So it's never bad. No, no. So I think it's more. I think it's more about grow. the image. Is that for somebody who's a newcomer into this, whether they may or may not respect whether the patch or M E V what not that that doesn't really matter. The fact is that they've they've set an example that if you go into this. Uh, go into this line yeah. there is a chance of you, for you to make it like make it big yeah earn shit tons of money you can make it big and they've set the example sure the the consequences of having someone like bachcha on the main team is that you'll have to change your style to make it more like listenable to a larger audience but that might not necessarily be the case 5 or 6 years down the line 6 7 years down the line because i think that brings us to our next yeah. topic is that in my opinion or from what i've seen from the very limited knowledge that i have uh indian hip hop is still in its grassroots it is yeah which with what a decade in almost yeah no i mean i would say probably 20 years so but not more one and a half or two decades yeah like one and a half one and a half decades in so uh from my knowledge uh, which is i think one vox video and just yeah <laughs> no so from going is that, yeah is that what it, it's just hip hop around the world started from its dance hall roots yeah. in what is it in the in the 70s in the 60s and you can find sort of traces of that with you know good little bit of wordplay here and there more yeah rhymes, yeah, we, we rhyme schemes and yeah, yeah, yeah sure about that whatever that might be but it took so long to get the kendrick lamar's to get the j forget about kendrick the j cole that read them more recent to get the rakims to get the to get the to get the parks to get the biggies to get the eric bees to get the yeah. wu-tangs right to get all of that it took decades we're still only a decade in yeah right and the fact is that hip hop everywhere else is cracked in the mainstream uh, i think it's just a matter of time that it cracks in the mainstream here which means i guess more people listening to it which i think will happen okay so a general uh, what is it a general claim can be made that the majority of the listeners of indian hip hop are millennials and gen z yes and coming generations will yeah. also yeah. focus on hip hop it's not out of order that it's going to it's, crack it's, it's, it's going to crack into the mainstream yeah. right it's just a matter of that is can we prepon it yeah that is which is it. which is always encouraged and i i mean it is growing to the point where uh, you know mass appeal and and showtime the two big companies in america Nas is doing this thing where they are hip hop turns fifty. Oh yeah, I saw that. They they teased it, and in that clip, they have all these artists signed from across the world, and everyone has a three second spot, and all the people having a three second spot is divine. So he is he has put he's the only Indian artist in that two and a half minute video, which is a teaser for something really big to come, and he has put India on that map. So now. India, when India is on an international map, it's it's going to grow even crazier. And I think it's is 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 more of a idea that it's it's important for hip hop to break into the mainstream because 
I guess we can make the general claim that a lot of hip hop artists or a lot of album, not to say that pop albums and whatnot don't tackle social issues. Yeah, there's no doubt doubt about it that hip hop is the genre that tackles social, at least in India, is the one that tackles social issues more frequently. Whether it be critiquing the institution, whether it be addressing social issues like let's say the caste system or yeah. religion or just poverty as yeah. a concept, right? I think it's very it's very evident that hip hop around the world addresses those topics more frequently than almost any other genre does. Because hip hop naturally comes from this place of oppression yeah. where people find it as an outlet. A lot of artists come from yeah. a place like a, a lot of a lot of artists who make art that is valuable. Hmm. This is still like uh, just a very vague sentence to tell, but there's no doubt about it that yes, there is a larger possibility of you coming out of less favorable situations and having a different perspective on something which is what makes your perspective valuable in the first place yeah right it is important for them to crack in the mainstream right like this but i think one of the biggest factors for indian hip-hop to grow beyond this point mm-hmm. is going to be for rappers to drop that pretentious aura they have about them oh yeah which, these, yeah, these fake us- gangsters these these fake portrayals of you know or just or just renting views. out mansions yeah. and cars and shooting mvs is not important i've seen um indie artists grow because their art is good mm. not because their mvs are good no in my opinion it's also it's also about like the, the fake woke narrative like yeah the fake woke narrative which like, i'm going to take names at this point the, the, the hop your hopsins your uh nfs like not to say that all of their music is bad uh, is just to say it's at certain points J. Cole I hate to say it but it's certain points J. Cole yeah. but if it was that simple if it was if it was that simple to solve nobody would be doing drugs and nobody would be going to college yeah I get it yeah, yeah. it's like and the yeah. biggest problem with the fake of narrative is um, they don't it's basically the same as being yeah. a hypocrite during all those beefs that we talked about mm-hmm. and it's funny how they how they don't get called called out often on that, but they get called out on beefs. And when a rapper is you know a hypocrite during a beef, they get called out very quickly. Sorry. But but like but when someone's uh, doing a fake of narrative, they don't like Divine said in a song where when this gully thing was was becoming really big, right? Um, Divine the, the song I told you about Tisri Manzil basically don't romanticize the gully. Because everyone in the gully just wants to get out of this gully. Yeah. We hate our lives here. Mm-hmm. And we make songs about it because that is what we are going through. We don't want you to make songs about it. Mm-hmm. Because then, again, the same thing happened where people were just being pretentious. That No, is this romanticizing something that's not really that good of a situation. No, that's that's once you've made it out, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... And see, that's one thing. That's one part. That's and one the, thing that. And the other, like, and the other side is oversimplifying the problem. Is that you, you, you got addicted to drugs? Just don't do drugs. Just say no. What's the problem? <laughs> like if it was that simple, <laughs> nobody would do drugs. If you're homeless, just go buy home. a home. Yeah. <laughs> it's just if problem is that simple, nobody would be home. Nobody would do drugs. There would be no poverty. I guess at the end of the day, both worldwide, but more importantly in India. To, to, the sky's the ceiling for hip hop, and there's so much more room to grow. Yeah, I mean it's obviously in his grasses, no doubt about it. There's so much more room to grow. There's so many different ways to go, like adop- adopting more 
sort of experimental way and whatever we discussed yeah the only the only ways up right i guess yeah i was yeah. having a conversation with another guy yesterday about going forward mm-hmm. what what's the plan just dropping more songs is not a plan you know what are the songs going to be about and the one thing we could come to conclusion about especially for mainstream artists mm-hmm. we were talking about you know raftar and krishna and how we love them a lot of karma and all these brother v and you know 47 and you know, the rappers you hear in the mainstream a lot at least in in the mainstream of the niche if i'm making yeah, sense yeah, yeah. hip hop listeners too listen to a lot dhs listeners mm-hmm. and we could come to the fact that all of them will come are coming out or will come out some of them are already coming out which is sort of a real peak or a real persona that they are showing there is no pretentious person no and also i guess us as listeners our duty would be i mean whether it be us as just people listening to hip hop just talking to the general indian set of listeners is that yeah get like just go out there experiment more and if you like something use word of mouth to spread it like spread good art listen yeah. to good art like just yeah. open up open up your ears more right like whether it be listening to something in the format of an album rather than just singles or rather than just videos on youtube yeah right that would be our effort as an audience trying to sort of spread hip hop as it is yeah now talking about spread word okay now considering you haven't listened to a lot of artists or whatever we'll take yep. top 3 albums all three of us yep. we have listened only two so mm-hmm. i don't know how you're going to do that so tell me it tell me that look it up top 3 albums mm-hmm. um oh shit top 3 albums top top 5 rappers of all time yeah top 3 albums okay top 5 rappers mm-hmm. and yeah i guess that Okay, just just you heard more than three from everything. Okay, yeah, yeah from okay, yeah, so from, from four, those four, kick out one from those four. Just top three albums. Go. Uh, still here. Yeah, it, I'm not uh, putting it on. Okay, order. so top three albums of all time. Still here. Uh, and we're only going hip hop, right? We're only talking about hip hop. Yeah, yeah top three. Hip hop, definitely. Okay. And uh, sell out. Sell. Okay. What's the fourth one you heard? Bye. Yeah. That- <laughs> Okay, yeah. go for it. Top three albums like, of all time, hip hop, all languages. Then. So I don't know my first, and no one's heard the first, at least out of you know most of the people I know. And I really want to give, if I can, I don't even have an audience. I think I can give like a big shout out to. There's this album called Sab Chahiye mm-hmm. by Ravan and Bharg, mm-hmm. who are these you know twenty something year olds just trying to make it in the scene, and and it's one of those albums which has, which. I did not expect anything from, and it over delivered in every aspect. And it's not like it's rap. Oh, is this same set of people who released uh, Jungle Kutta? Yeah. <laughs> and see, so it gives you that adrenaline rush songs, those one fifty BPM songs, but it gives you lo-fi songs. It gives you those one or two odd love songs. It has, and it it's just a really. Uh, right. There's uh, there's no. It's just beautiful. and and you know with other albums i really rearrange the songs i listen to them first in in a complete order and then when i put them in a playlist i put only like two songs in my playlist mm-hmm. or i put like one song or like five songs and i rearrange them in the order i want to and i scatter them all across my playlist mm-hmm. but with sab chahiye i always find myself going back to the original spotify album and listening it in that order because the transitions are perfect mm-hmm. 
there are fillers and they're not even singing they're just talking they're drunk and they're high and they're the feelings are just the interludes are just raw and yeah. you feel that it's okay so that's okay that's it's, number one no yeah that's and i hate to say this but krishna's album is not my number one album okay so krishna's not even so sabchai is number one punya pap would be second just because the production is so amazing okay um oh damn it's correct what would be third, third? See, that's a tough one really check my playlist yeah third is the most yeah, difficult one because you have yeah, because i have to put one in and it's not like any artist is going to be like upset or shit <laughs> but just uh, no right. i do have my playlist open somewhere i'm i i would say that the third one's a tie between still here and hoped okay wait 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 I really wanted to put in a Pakistani album. Yeah. But uh I haven't heard the full thing. Maybe not for an Indian audience. No, no, no. I haven't heard the full thing completely, but Khana Badosh is a really beautiful thing to listen to. Mm-hmm. All the tracks are on YouTube. Talanjul Talaimis Jokhe is a crazy beat producer. It's it's really one of the it's really one of those um things where they really take regional Pakistani melody into use and put that within the bars. Jokhe is one hell of a One of the creator when you, mm-hmm. when you think of it. All right. We'll come to top five rappers later, but yeah, you go. Okay. My top three. Okay. I I don't know if I have an order. I don't have an order with these because all of these are pretty. If this is going to be a joke, I swear I'll punch you. That's not going to be a joke. Why would I joke about this? Okay. Uh, shit. Okay. This is difficult. Okay. So my short list, my short list in my mind right now is shit. There's so many in the short list. Uh. My beautiful doctor's fantasy, Kanye West. That's there, obviously. To uh, Pimper Butterfly is there. Good Kid, Mad City is also there. To Pimper Butterfly, so Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Illmatic is there. Uh, Mad Villainy, MF Doom, and Mad Lib. Um, food is also there. I really like um, food. Shit, it's a big list. Okay, top three. My beautiful doctor's fantasy. Uh, Mad Villainy. I'm in my zone right now. My beautiful doctor's fantasy, Matt Villainy, and Two Pimp Butterfly. Two Pimp Butterfly is probably number one. When someone stumbles this much, they really love that album. Okay, so okay, uh, Kanye, Kendrick, Kanye, two thousand, Biggie, and shit. Screw it, Biggie and Pac. All five of them in no order. Oh shit, I forgot MF Doom. Okay, MF Doom, MF Doom is also in there. My top five is six people. <laughs> Your top five. Top five. Okay, so and be loud. This might not really catch. Definitely number one is karma. Yeah, I knew that. It's not karma. It's karma. It's karma. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then number two is uh, Krishna. Definitely. Number three okay. is Ehsan, Pakistani rapper. Uh, who is that? The guy who did Kalam and then. Put up multiple songs in an EP. Oh, Kalam was from the EP, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The oh, guy uh, with Tara Yunus. Now, uh, maybe unpopular opinion. Divine is my favorite. Before Divine comes Bali. Not because he has. Okay, so give me something to no, hit him. Okay, okay, okay. Give me something to hit. Hear me out. Okay, so this is personal taste, right? You're going yeah, by personal. Definitely. Krishna, I have heard Divine. Uh, I don't think Gali Gang is a person. Gali Gang is a gang. Yeah. It's a gang. It's a real gang. Yeah. Okay. So for heaven's sake. 
I heard Gully Gang. Uh, I get. I mean, it's pretty obvious. Divine is my favorite because he's the only one I listened the whole album to. Uh, I like Krishna. I heard him every one time. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Pacha is okay, I guess. I I haven't heard a lot. I haven't heard a lot. So, um, the, no particular order. Yeah, I could bend the rules too. No particular order. There's Krishna. Then there's young stunners. They're a rap duo. I can't do anything. Not I my fault. I didn't put in young stunners. I didn't put. Dude, I could put in outcast then. No, Talan Jum Talan Yunus. I wasn't gonna put in young stunners. Yeah, whatever. You did. Not my fault. Um, then there's Faris Shafi, which you should really hear. He takes a chemistry class. There's a song called Molotov, which is filled with names of drugs and not names like crack or pot. Names like the chemical names of the drugs. Red music. No. It's basically Breaking Bad in a rap. try methoxy like stuff like that that and he rhymes that with real words so you like say paracetamol or something no no it's crazy you should actually hear it so that's dolo that. 650 <laughs> then there's divine yeah and then there's raftar and karma mm-hmm. on a tie mm-hmm. but i do have honorable mentions though which is mm-hmm. raval siahi mm-hmm. siahi is from amdabad and i did not know okay. that he played basketball with us i, I was fan going over him i'm not confirming that i, I okay so somebody look like him playing context someone who really looked like siahi used to play basketball with us or maybe it's him two or three years ago and we always thought i was in that basketball league but he that guy was i don't know maybe i don't know man he looked similar and siahi gives a lot of bopal references in his songs and he lives in amdabad and i'm pretty sure i've seen him in a lot of places and i just found out today that maybe he played basketball with us and went to the same school as me so we talk about a lot of stuff on the show and none of it is none of it is scripted everything is just on the spot so please don't cancel us i don't not enough people listen to cancel us oh, there's like a base like audience you need to get cancelled right you just can't get cancelled they like getting cancelled <laughs> getting cancelled is an achievement like you yeah, have amassed yeah. enough attention like, that i can have, get cancelled have you got his first copyright infringement Oh yeah, yeah I was like, so happy when I got my first copyright. Yeah. Thing. But then I realized it was it was it just was, a, it was, it yeah, was, it was a, bought. It was yeah. an auto bought, yeah. and I was like, that's it. So my first copyright was on a divine song. Mm. Kind of nice, but yeah, whatever. Um, we talk about a lot in this podcast. If you want something for us to talk about, uh, we do regular polls on Instagram. Share yeah. this with your friends if you liked it. Follow us on Instagram because that's where we do the polls, if any. When we shoot new episodes of the podcast, we also put some irregular updates out there about what we're up to. Wear your seatbelts and don't do drugs.